Raypet community, this is Mike Slagle, your superintendent, back for another episode of Raypet Connect. Today we have a special surprise for you. I'll be talking with some students from Raypet High School about life as a teenager and as a high school student here in Raypet, and we can't wait to get started. I'm joined by senior Trey Doss. Trey, welcome. Hey, it's uh, great to be here today. Um, I, my name is Trey. I'm a senior at Raypet High School. I am one of our um, one of our CPUs and our crowd pump rubbers. I do NHS. I'm a part of the uh, I'm a part of the speech and debate team, and I just I don't like being here. Excellent. I'm glad you're here, Trey. Thank you. Also, Mia Abnos, a senior. Hello, Mia. Hi. Um, I'm Mia Abnos. I'm a senior here at Raypec. I'm captain of Raypec varsity cheer, secretary of the National Honor Society, and one of the captains in SLT. Awesome. Thanks for being here. Our third guest is junior Becky Phillips. Becky, hello. Hi, I'm Becky. Um, I'm student body vice president. I am an SLT, SOS, POAC. I do swim, I am in tennis, and I do track. You're a busy person. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, we have junior Isabella Talley. Hello, Isabella. Hi, um, I'm involved in a couple different clubs, such as SLT, POAC, and SAD. I'm thankful that you guys joined us today. We're going to try to keep this short and sweet, but really want to get into the heart of kind of some of the things we're talking about, life as a high school student in uh, the year 2022. So, you know, being a high school student today is different, certainly different from the experiences of our parents and grandparents, and even different from experiences of your older siblings or even friends. All teenagers experience some of the same issues, like dating, curfew, pressures at school, bullying, but the circumstances today are different. So we're going to dive into some of those questions, but first I want to know from your perspective as high school seniors and juniors, what's the good things that are happening right now at Raypac? What are you proud of? If, you know, if someone were to land on this planet and ask for, you know, what is good at Raypac, what would you say? Becky? I feel like what's good is like team, like spirit at like football games and basketball games, people show up, show out, and like have school spirit, and it's just a lot of fun going to like stuff like that and like school dances and just getting everyone to come together as a school and a community yeah I agree I feel like we have like a bunch of um sorry just adding on like Please just, do. Um, but um I feel like some like people might argue or whatever but I personally feel like we have a great student body um compared to most schools I think Good. On. thank you Mia how about you Trey I wish I could offer some uh, original uh, ideas here, but I really just have to piggyback off of what uh, Becky and uh, Mia said. I, I mean, everyone here bleeds black, white, and gold. It's, it's a great experience being on those sidelines with uh, my, my peers and hearing and seeing the crowd get excited. It's, it's an experience that I wish everyone else could get to, to get to hear and see when those touchdowns happen, when those three-point shots get made. It's just everyone is there for a reason. Whether uh, no matter what grade you are, no matter what background you come from, at that moment in time, you're all a part of the Raypet community. It's a phenomenal experience. Make me want to come back to high school. Mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> Isabella, what about you? Um, I would agree. I personally feel that the Raypet community is a very inclusive and welcoming community, which I like because it is such a, I mean, fun community, and it's a fun high school to be at. Awesome. Definitely during this time. And you all sound real busy when we started you talking about your, uh, your activities, so you guys are well plugged in with our school. Yes. So tell me what makes the current experiences of high schoolers maybe difficult. What are some things that, when I say the word 
and he used that phrase, what do you guys, what are you friends, what, do you, what are we struggling with, what are we thinking, how is life different now than maybe when your parents experienced it in high school? Trey? I mean, a lot, a lot of our parents have given us, you know, the, back in my day I used to wade through waist-high snow through a hurricane and sleet to get to school, and it's, well, well, I think they might be exaggerating just a tad bit, um, there are some challenges that a lot of them just haven't experienced because uh, they, I could just blame technology and say that it's, it's those darn phones nowadays, but really it's more of a shift in just the world in general. I feel like a lot more outside sources are playing in on the differences that they might make in school. It's, it's not just the, like a curriculum change or change in policies in school. I feel like it's just a social um, difference. Um, with technology developing and just the world in general sort of taking that shift compared to what it might have been even 20 years ago. Yeah, interesting. Mia, what about you? Well, for me, when I think of, like, my parents, my parents are kind of like, like, when they came, when we moved to Raymore, where I was raised in full-on Raymore Peculiar, Ray Peck, but my parents came from, like, my dad was an immigrant to the U.S., he came to... Sketchy school in Kansas City. My mom was in a very, very, very small town up in Joplin where, like, her graduating class was of 20. So their experiences are very different from, like, not in, like, I can't really speak for everybody when I say, because from my experience, like, hers, oh, I don't know how to say this, like, come back. Yeah, absolutely. No, I get what you're saying. I appreciate that. Two different experiences, maybe, but you still feel some some differences. Yeah, I feel some differences in like I grew up in a larger community than mm -hmm. both of my parents did. Um, yeah, no, I get it. Absolutely get it. Becky, what about you? Well, my, both of my parents moved here from a different country, and like they don't really understand a lot of the things that happen here because they they just didn't grow up with that and like they think a lot of the things that happen at our school is like easy and like I should just be doing the best because they think it's easy but it's not always like the easiest things in the world and I just think they need to understand that things are also hard mm -hmm. as much as it was before for them for us and like yeah, that's the point I was trying to get to. Like, um, my mom, she came from, and nobody wanted to graduate, nobody wanted to go to college, so her only option was, like, at the time, going to a small school like UCM. And my dad, he didn't really have any options, so it was easy. He'll apply to UCM, and it'll be fine. For me, like, it, it's so much more different, and it feels like college is a lot more stressed mm -hmm. and nowadays. And it's... It's insane because they really don't know how to help me either. So I feel like there's a big difference where they're like, I'll just go to college here. And for me, it's like you have all these options and you need to pick the best option and it's your future. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Isabel, what do you think? Um, so I think um, first, social media is just a big part. Like there wasn't like Instagram and um, posting every day when they were our age, um, which I feel like is just a hard part because when you're at home, like, Things get brought into school that shouldn't be brought into school, but, like, it it's all because of social media, like, the social media stuff. And obviously there's things, like, off of social media, too, but I feel like that's a hard part. And then another part that they probably don't understand is 
the COVID times. Like, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. a huge difficulty right now. Um, I know that we were, we didn't have regular, like, I'm, I'm a junior now, and this is, like, the first regular year of high school. Um, and I know that motivation can be lack, like, I have. It's s- not there Yeah, anymore. like, it's kind of, like hard to get motivated and stuff when you've missed like two three years of Mm. important years of your schooling and it's just it's hard to get like right back into that so that can be difficult and that's just something that not all parents right now understand because they didn't go through it in high school yeah Yeah. I also feel like social media invokes like a normalization Mm -hmm. of feeling unmotivated yeah Mm -hmm. so definitely back on that social media so you said a couple things I want to dig on to and you you followed up on social media so let's talk about social media because Mm -hmm. that uh, sometimes is the catch-all for all that's evil in the world and sometimes for things that are right in the world Mm -hmm. tell me about the high school experience with social media do you feel pressure from it do you feel like it, it's it's a friend or a foe? I mean, you talked about a little bit about it, it normalizes uh, complacency. So talk to me about social media and the lives of teenagers. I feel like social media can be used as a good and a bad thing. It like gets the word out for like different events and like different activities, but it also can be used as like a way to bully somebody and like talk about people. Because at the high school, there'd be people that do things that they that make them happy but other people are like that oh that's weird i'm gonna take a picture of that and post it all over social media and like that's what the downfall of social media is Mm -hmm. in my eyes (laughs) mia yeah social media in general it's just a really tricky thing um of course it has its perks like i me personally it almost feels kind of hypocritical to say because i'm very on social media i post all the time um and I don't want to say that typical, like, oh, everybody posts the happy things. Because then people are also posting things that maybe shouldn't be, like, posted, like, really personal stuff just to kind of, like, get attention. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it opens too many, like, windows. It opens too many blinds. Yeah, I see that. I'd, I'd say a lot of people, you, you mentioned that social media is sort of like the, like, the, metaphorical evil in the world and how every problem can go back to some sort of social media platform. And I, I really wish that that stigma, it obviously comes from a source of truth, but I wish it would sort of die down and I wish it would be under, understood a little more, a little bit more because it is such a double-edged sword because going back to what we said about the difference in generations, information and news travels instantaneously now. So if something happens... It is within minutes, students around campus, students in classes, even things that happen in one part of the school can be sent to a different part of the school without having to leave classes. So I feel like there's a lot less, um, I don't want to say privacy, Mm -hmm. but just not even for privacy for bad things, but for like good things as well. Yeah. Like just all around um, students feeling like every move that they make has some sort of consequence. And I feel like that adds a lot of stress to students. But I also feel like um, it's, it, is, it is a double-edged sword. But on the other hand, there is a lot of good that comes from it. A lot of information can be spread very quickly. A lot of um, news sources like um, game events. Uh, I know I personally pay attention to the uh, Ray Peck Now Instagram. It has all of the information for the Spirit Days. And I feel like without that, a lot of students wouldn't be able to get information that they might previously have missed out on. So... 
between the stress that it might add to students, I feel like it also is, I don't want to say equally uh, outweighed by the good, but there is, it's, it's delicate to balance. Yeah. And I will say that um, balance is one of those things that it's been sort of hard to learn about. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's definitely a skill that I would recommend all students learn at some point in time. Isabel Latrade talked a little bit about communication, mm-hmm. but that is in, in social media's communication tool. Shifting gears a little bit, when we think about how you like to interact with adults, mm-hmm. how do you like adults to provide input or advice to you? How does that look? Um, I, I personally feel like, um, like when I'm getting input or like from my teachers I like it more when like I can talk to them um I feel like that's definitely something that should stay more like in person Mm -hmm. um just at least that's my personal opinion like that's just how I get it better and I learn better so I think for me more do you feel the four of you as you've moved through the um, experience here at RayPAC are treated more like adults the closer you get to your senior year I would say so. I would think so. Okay. Tell, me, think tell so. me about that, Mia. What do you mean? Um, like, you're, I don't know, like, when you're a freshman, you kind of feel like you're watched all the time, like you're under a microscope. Like, often teachers, I don't want to say assume, but just, like, they're very cautious of you, and they're constantly on you. Whereas when you're a junior, I wouldn't say that they, like, treat you more of a, kind of more like an adult they give you more responsibility of your own actions so and like I know in like my freshman classes teachers miss Langs, she'll like more get on to freshmen like you trying to get them into good habits at an early age whereas when you're if you're a junior and you're a senior and you're kind of like still lacking a teacher just lets you know like that is your responsibility and this is how it's this is how it's going to affect you yeah get that trick I would say that as as a senior some people just are, in a legal sense, adults. So it's, it comes to a lot more personable where teachers need to um, sort of shift gears into not really just addressing the classes as like the, in, in mass, but more of a one-on-one sort of like, hey, I'm not going to be here to hold your hand anymore. I'm going to give you the tools to hopefully where when I am not here, you are able to, um, you're able to succeed on your own. And I, I will say, I will give praise to the uh, RayPAC staff. Almost every teacher that I've had has put me in a position to where I have been able to succeed in and out of class. I've taken life lessons that I've learned um, in the curriculum and put them in my own life. So I'll, I'll give praise to that. And it, it feels as a, as a um, student still in high school, getting some sort of respect back from the people that you've idolized and the teachers that you've grown up with throughout your years it feels it feels very good getting a sort of sense of responsibility and respect to those who you gave respect to for so long here's another question becky we'll start with you but i'm going to say it first and give you time to think about it um because this is an answer that i had back in the day when i was a kid you know (laughs) in your age what do you wish teenagers or what do you what do teenagers wish adults understood about being a teenager in 2022? I wish they understood that um, things are hard. Like I said before, like things are still hard. It's not like everything just got easier since they got older. We're still younger than them. We don't always understand everything and we don't just like, like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I get it. 
Things are just hard. Yeah. And they think everything comes easy just because they know how to do it. Isabella, how would you answer that question? Um, I would say kind of the same as Becky. Like, we aren't as, like, we aren't as um, wise as them yet. Like, we don't really, we aren't as mature. Um, And, like, I would say, um, personally, like, we're trying our hardest with what we have. And um, sometimes it may not seem as it is, or as we are, but I just would like adults to know that we're trying and um, to just understand that, if we're doing our best, then that's what should count. Good. Mia, yeah. Yeah. what do teenagers wish adults understood? I wish they had more of a grasp of exactly, going back to social media, how much of an impact that has really had on us. Um, I know you had said something about maturity. I feel like almost at this age, social media or the internet has a has exposed us to so much that we're almost too mature now. Mm. Like, mm. people will joke, like, oh, like, my mom will joke, she's like, I was just like, you know, a little skeleton with braces, but like, I don't know why you, you already know your makeup and you already know this. I like when I was 13 and I was, but it's kind of like, it might be funny, but it's really like just the, the effect of being exposed to like real life at such a young age. And it really, I believe shows in our freshmen right now mm-hmm. who just, it's it's unsettling but I wish they understood that like we're taking in a lot more information every single day from our phone screens Mm -hmm. that like is really impactful that most like adults here as like young children I hope that that. Mia said something important I want to surface this question do you find it hard to manage all that information from your phone because there's there's a lot coming at us and to Mia's point we know of elementary school students who have phones, and um, that's a very young age to be exposed to a whole plethora of the world. So how are you managing that? Oh, absolutely. I would absolutely say that it is, um, it's it's exhausting sometimes, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put it bluntly. It's managing, if I were to show you my phone calendar, it would, it would just, <laughs> I, I live practically out of my calendar app because I just have to juggle so much stuff. Um, all of that information at once, it's a lot to um, it's a lot to take in. But I will also say, on the other side of the coin, children have gotten so much better at quickly processing that information, mm-hmm. like multitasking, um, just in general, like could be watching some sort watching some sort of video, doing homework, uh, paying attention to the news, just stuff like that. I've had so many different sources of um, like so many senses and overstimulated at once that it's gotten to a point where I've learned how to manage it but I don't know if I should have learned it's like I don't know if I should have had to learn how to manage stuff like that because it is it's it gets very tiring to um be just having stuff thrown at you at all times it feels like if you let your guard down for even a second you're going to miss out on something. Yeah, And there's some built-in stress in trying to keep it on top of it all. Yeah, yeah it almost makes me add back into it, like, when we're constantly under the microscope is what we feel like. It impacts, it differentiates how our high school experience will look like compared to their high school mm-hmm. experience. Like, sometimes we're like, oh, like, I mean, you guys are so weird at dances, or you'll see dances from, like, like 
back then they're like getting down and they're like <laughs> just, they do not see that anymore because mm. everybody feels like I'm showing a video of me oh. or something like that that's and it it almost like it feels like the fun is sucked out of some things because you're too afraid to show okay last question before we wrap up here uh, what's one thing you're looking forward to as we close out this mm. this school year in in May of 2023 Becky I'm looking forward to um being a senior getting ready to graduate yeah i'm excited to live my life to the fullest good good answer yeah um as a i just want to cut it on as a junior i was so excited to be a senior but honestly senior year is kind of like it's not all that it's not what it's added up to be like going into junior year like going into senior year i was like oh my god it's everything Senior year, man, I'm excited to finally figure out who I am in college. Mm-hmm. Finally, not being in like kind of the fishbowl. Good answer. I like that. Trey? I'm excited to get out. I'm <laughs> messing with you. I'm playing. I'm playing. Um, no, as as the year comes to an end, um, I've reflected on a lot of things in my personal time. Like, man, you really, you, you they, they always say, you know, you oh, you've got four years. It's going to go by so quick. And I'm like, no, it's not. And I blinked, and I'm a senior about to be in my final semester, and so um, I'm really looking forward to, I'll, I'll say I'm, I'm looking forward to college. I'm looking forward um, clean slate, new opportunities. I, I'll say to, to answer the question, um, I'm, I'm excited to prove myself. I've learned so much and taken in so much information and learned so many skills. I'm excited to put them to the test. Mm-hmm. Good. Isabella. Um, I know you said that like senior year isn't like all that and stuff, but I would say I'm I'm still pretty excited to like be able to go to football games and basketball games like as the senior, you know, which because you obviously don't experience that until you're a senior. But um, I'm also excited to like start really looking into like colleges and things and like getting ready for that independence that we don't have right now. So I would say just preparing myself. Um, even farther back than what we should like. I'll, I'll even say, yeah, as a senior, I feel like some of our responsibility, even if it's not one we want to take, is making sure that the generations after us, um, not not necessarily know what to do, but sort of have an expectation of what what yeah. to like, what to do with certain um, like games or even just around the halls. So we yeah. we leave a legacy whether we want to or not and we set a precedent for the years coming so well said you four have been absolutely delightful this afternoon thank, well, thank you for you. joining us i do yeah, appreciate thank you for that uh, Pick community thanks for listening today as we talk to some of our high school students about their experiences and their insights into all generations that teenagers face this is mike slagle your superintendent thanks again for listening to Pick connect we'll be back next time with a very special guest until then keep smiling and we'll see you soon